You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday, November 2nd. I'm Zeke Robison. The second person to get a pig heart transplant just died. Lawrence Fawcett died six weeks after undergoing the experimental procedure involving a genetically engineered organ. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. Lawrence Fawcett, a 58-year-old patient with terminal heart disease who was the second person to receive a genetically engineered pig heart, died on October 30th. According to a statement from the University of Maryland Medical Center in Baltimore, where the transplant was performed, Fawcett received the transplant on September 20th and lived for six weeks, less time than the first recipient, despite extra precautions by the Maryland team. Initially, Fawcett made progress following his surgery. He was doing physical therapy, spending time with family members, and playing cards with his wife, according to the university. But in the days leading up to his death, his heart began to show signs of organ rejection. In other words, his immune system recognized the pig heart as foreign and attacked it. Rejection is also the biggest challenge with traditional transplants involving human organs. At the University of Maryland Medical Center and elsewhere, researchers have been studying the possibility of transplanting animal organs into people, known as xenotransplantation, as a way to ease the human organ shortage. In the United States alone, more than 103,000 people are on the national transplant waiting list, and 17 people die each day waiting for an organ. Because donor organs are a scarce resource, doctors want to select patients for transplants who are likely to survive the transplant and go on to do well after surgery. Fawcett was in end-stage heart failure when he came to the University of Maryland Medical Center on September 14th. His heart stopped, and he required resuscitation but he was deemed ineligible for a traditional heart transplant because he was too sick to qualify. A day later, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration granted an emergency authorization for him to receive a genetically engineered pig heart in the hope of extending his life. Fawcett consented to the procedure after being fully informed of the risks, according to the university. During the first month of Fawcett's recovery, the pig heart performed well without any initial evidence of rejection. Fawcett was even working toward regaining his ability to walk. We intend to conduct an extensive analysis to identify factors that can be prevented in future transplants, said Muhammad Mahoudin, who oversees the university's xenotransplantation program in the statement. 
The first person to receive a genetically engineered pig heart, David Bennett, survived for two months after undergoing the groundbreaking procedure in January 2022. He died of sudden heart failure. The Maryland team concluded that Bennett's poor health before the transplant and a pig virus found in his transplant heart may have contributed to his death. When speaking with Wired in December, Bartley Griffith, a surgeon who conducted both transplants, said, We believe we can avoid some of the pitfalls that we had with David because he did so well for so very long. The donor pigs used in both surgeries were bred with 10 genetic edits to make their organs more compatible with the human body. Three genes involved in immune rejection were knocked out, while six human genes responsible for immune acceptance were added. The last edit involved removing a gene to prevent excessive growth of the pig heart tissue. With Fawcett's surgery, the Maryland team was taking new steps to screen the donor pig heart for viruses. They were also using a novel antibody therapy along with conventional anti-rejection drugs to prevent Fawcett's body from damaging or rejecting the organ. Transplant experts who were not involved with Fawcett's surgery told Wired last month that they were optimistic about his outcome. This year, researchers at New York University and the University of Alabama at Birmingham have carried out short-term experiments involving genetically engineered pig organs in brain-dead people. The groups hope to launch trials in living patients soon, but Fawcett's death may be a setback for the prospect of xenotransplantation. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, how Sam Bankman-Fried sealed his fate long before the FTX trial. Checking in on Wired Science, as extreme heat increases, heart attacks will rise. And on Wired Security, a jury will decide if Google's App Store is an unjust monopoly. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.